Mobile is the future. Use it to power up your profits. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Our show focuses on the latest news and information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. We speak with the power players of mobile monetization. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Please welcome our host, Wen Tu. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble, the ultimate platform to run your mobile business. This is your host, Wen Tu, and each week we discuss a key aspect of the mobile industry with the leading thought leader. Conversion rates are a key indicator of your digital success, and many people talk about A-B testing, optimization, and button colors. But how exactly should we approach testing? Do we test everything? What should we measure when testing? This week, we have Chris Goward on board to talk about conversion optimization. Chris is the founder and CEO of Wider Funnel and author of You Should Test That, the book that redefined conversion optimizations. His strategies have consistently lifted results for companies such as Google and eBay. Welcome to the show, Chris. Great. Thanks, Wen. Thanks for the invitation. It's great to be here. Yeah. So you you practically wrote the book about conversion optimization. Um, could you tell our uh, our listeners how would you distill the whole concept of conversion optimization? Yeah. No, I, I actually did write the book on conversion <laughs> optimization. Um, the book is called You Should Test That, and uh, uh, it, it has, contains everything I knew up until last year on on the topic, um, but. Essentially, conversion optimization, you know, it's got some misunderstandings in mm-hmm. the marketplace. And, and uh, since 2007, I've been speaking at a lot of conferences to try and help the market to, to realize the power of conversion optimization. I think part of the problem is in the term. Uh, conversion, you know, maybe called conversion rate optimization. And the, the couple problems with that. One is optimization itself. The word optimization implies that you, there's an end point where you're actually optimized. Yeah. And that's, that's not true. It's, it's actually a continuous process. It's a strategy of continuously testing and finding out and learning from real statistically significant tests what actually works. Uh, and the other problem is the word conversion rate, the term conversion rate. Yeah. Because it, that really focuses on just one metric and that's, that misses the point completely. It, it really is about optimizing your, your marketing and your messaging and your understanding of your customers. Uh, so I like to think of it as marketing optimization. Um, but, you know, the term conversion optimization, unfortunately, stuck early on when we, we got started in this industry. Um, so, you know, we're trying to help people to realize that it's much more than just button color or, you know, making small tweaks. It sort of seems like as you sort of gave me the various definitions, what you consider conversion optimization, a lot of people may be doing parts and pieces of it without really knowing it it, or really calling it conversion optimization. Is that a fair statement? That's probably true. And I think there, you know, there's still a misunderstanding about what conversion optimization is. A lot of people think conversion optimization is just making improvements to your website or your marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, with the focus on sales, but yeah. but it's it's more than that. Conversion optimization requires a structured, disciplined, rigorous process that includes A/B testing at its core. A/B testing is not just a tactic and uh, you know an add-on component of it. It is the the driver of improvement in any optimization uh, discipline. Yeah. Be- because without it, you know you're just guessing. You're, yeah. A lot of people are you know using qualitative data or 
or so-called best practices out there, or, you know, grabbing tips from blog posts and making changes to their websites and thinking they're optimizing. Mm-hmm. But really, unless they're A-B testing to, to validate that that's, they, they, the changes actually work, they're not yeah. really optimizing. In this series of podcasts, I hear the word systematic a lot when it comes to mm-hmm. mobile because there's so much data and the capabilities that you have are so wide that you really have to pick your battles, so to speak, and really focus on it. So when it comes to conversion optimization, what are sort of the first steps to ensure that whatever you're doing um, is systematic? Right. Yeah. And that's that's key. Uh, conversion optimization requires a systematic, rigorous process. And and that's usually the, the part that I would recommend a company focus on first yeah. is is making sure they understand the process that works best, refine the process, work out the kinks, and 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 work on what's the the on, the, the the ongoing repetitive, iterative uh, uh, system for running tests that are going to be consistent and deliver results over time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and so you know at Wider Funnel we've developed our own processes over the last seven eight years um, for how to do that. And we publish them, and they're they're online. Uh, so, but really, it's about looking for frameworks yeah. that answer the important questions in in optimization. If you could share perhaps one sort of maybe an oldie but goodie framework that Wider Funnel uses when they're talking to their clients, just to give our listeners a taste of what you mean by having a framework or really following a process, could you share that with us? Sure. Yeah, and we have several frameworks that we use. Based on uh, depending on what what uh, is needed in for the client, but the two main ones answer the the primary questions that optimizers need to answer, which is uh, where should I test is one, and what should I test. Mm-hmm. So where should I test is where do we focus tests on on our website, our mobile, or our, our apps. Um, and one of the frameworks that we've been using is called the PI framework, P I E, and it's online if you Google uh, Wider Funnel PI framework. But essentially, it prioritizes all of the test opportunities based on potential importance and ease. And w- those three That's factors are, are all critical for making sure that, that effort is focused in the right area mm-hmm. uh, to, to optimize the, uh, the, the attention span and effort of the team. And the second point in which we're talking about systematic is over time. If one of our listeners decides to really approach conversion optimization with a seriousness, how much time should they really lay out to commit to put in the, the, the groundwork for the systematicness, run the test and iterate on it um, to really sort of start seeing things? Well, it, it depends on how they approach it in, in reality and, and this, uh, the traffic volume that they're working with. Mm-hmm. So a higher traffic uh, website allows the the conversion optimization champion to run more tests and to spend more time on it and get better results, right? Yeah. Um, and and a lot of companies re- are not realizing that it's faster and much more efficient to bring in experts to bring in systems, and so they don't they're not reinventing the wheel, so to speak, or you know trying to figure out uh, new processes when you know there are people that have been doing this for many years and have and have figured out what works best. Yeah. Uh, so, but what it normally takes in a in a company with significant traffic volume is a, a single point of contact conversion champion that that has sole responsibility for conversion optimization for the program 
and is 100% dedicated to that. Um, because there's a lot of uh, uh, complexity in managing the the pipeline of tests and the learning uh, insights coming from it and all the research involved in coming up with new ideas or managing the conversion optimization outsource team or, or however they, they decide to structure it. Yeah. So off the bat, if I was a retail company and I thought conversion optimization, we need to be serious about that. I should dedicate at least one headcount in full, knowing yeah. that they'll probably manage a team of outsourced folks. But I would imagine that this person, this conversion optimization lord, so to speak, would have to work with a lot of other parts of the organization to see things through, wouldn't they? Absolutely, yeah. And, and conversion optimization is unique in that area where it really does touch almost all aspects of the company. Yeah. And so that person needs to have the uh, be an agile uh, uh, relationship manager, <laughs> so to speak, yeah. in the company. You know, managing all of the, the different teams from, from the upper level executive support yeah. to, to IT and their brand folks, you know, creative department and, uh, and product managers and merchandising and all of those aspects need to be coordinated into one focal point. And, that, and that's why it really takes a champion in the organization to, to herd all of those cats and make sure that everyone agrees to the, the direction and, and will actually implement the learning from it. Great. So it's been a great chat so far about conversion optimization. We have to take a break for commercials, but stay tuned. We'll be back shortly right after this break. Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Reinventing keyword research, simplifying campaign optimization, redefining competitive analysis, SpyFu brings you an entirely new way to find the most profitable keywords for your SEO and PPC campaigns. New tools, new data, and a brand new look. We've streamlined SpyFu so that you can optimize your search engine marketing more efficiently, more accurately, and more intuitively. Visit SpyFu.com, that's S-P-Y-F-U.com, and start downloading your competitors' keywords now. Try it free. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. 
Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit. I've been sitting here with Chris Goward, who's been dishing out a lot of advice on conversion optimization. So Chris, in the last segment, you sort of defined sort of what conversion optimization is, talked a little bit about the book that you wrote. You should test that. And sort of if an organization is gearing up to really take the discipline of conversion optimization seriously, sort of the systematicness that needs to be applied to it, the time, and also a lot of the collaboration that has to happen. With Wider Funnel, your company, would love for you to just give us an example of a, a client that you've worked with and sort of how they really took conversion optimization to the next level, whether it's through segmentation or A-B testing. Sure, yeah. We, of course, work with a lot of high-traffic companies uh, uh, in various industries from retail and B2B, uh, e-commerce, lead gen, affiliate marketing. And what we do at Wider Funnels is look for the patterns of how, to, how people convert across industries, how people act really, and how to motivate people and facilitate those actions. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, for example, a company like BuildDirect.com, they're they're an, an online retailer uh, of heavyweight building materials like flooring and countertops, and very high traffic company uh, have figured out a way to beat Amazon in a in a competitive space uh, for heavyweight products, which is really cool. Um, so they came to us a, a couple of years ago, and they they needed a website redesign, but yep. didn't want to do it the old way. And so we uh, started working on conversion optimization with them over a, a couple year period. Mm-hmm. optimizing all of the content on the on the website as well as the overall design aesthetic, which is something that most, most people don't think about. Yeah. Uh, so they we, we call it evolutionary site redesign where we, we tested that the site-wide templates, the navigation and the left column, uh, you know, uh, local navigation and the right columns and the design elements, the CSS and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And over, um, you know, a, eight to 12 month period, they ended up with a totally redesigned website, completely different look and feel yeah. uh, based on similar graphic standards, but also doubled their conversion rate and wow. added millions of dollars to their, their uh, bottom line. So I would imagine when you're working with this company that there was obviously human decision-making on the design of the web because of brand guidelines and sort of what they wanted to re- represent. But Based on sort of the A-B testing, I'm sure there was a lot of machine-made recommendations, so to speak. How did you balance between the two, especially when it comes to design? Yeah, and, and all conversion optimization includes uh, a variety of, of factors. Uh, the creativity is a huge part of it, mm-hmm. uh, as well as you know, tactics that we've seen work in the past the, and, and the data-driven uh, side of it. So yeah. it, 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 it's inherently a creative uh, process Mm -hmm. um, and sometimes messy, but also with that rigor attached to it of proving what works. So we we work with our designers and their graphic standards to create an ideal end state with variations along the way with alternatives 
um, that we want to validate. Yeah. So, uh, and, and each test and each uh, iteration is trying to solve a particular uh, shopper's need or barrier. Yeah. And so everything is driven from one of the other frameworks that we use called the Lyft model, which is about identifying the barriers to, to purchase or, or generating leads based on the six conversion factors that are impacting conversion rates. And so the design is actually driven from that, creating clarity and, and uh, emphasizing the value proposition and, and maximizing relevance, for example. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, as well as including just the, the design aesthetics so that it looks great, too. It's so interesting. You had all the various versions of the ideal end state, and you used your lift model, uh, wider funnel framework to talk about the barriers to purchases and really figuring that out. So how did you approach things like segmentation of who gets what version that you're testing to sort of get a sense of what works and what doesn't work? Sure, yeah. Segmentation is a, is a popular buzzword right now in, in marketing. And and the segmentation, when it's when it's driven through validated A/B testing, is very powerful. Uh, and we worked on that with Build Direct as well as yeah. a lot of our other clients. Um, and essentially, there, you know, I don't know if we have time to get into all of the details, but there are three ways to do segmentation. And a lot of times, people are are approaching it based on the first way, which is I call best guess segmentation, where yeah. they're getting into a room, looking at the research they have about their personas or their customer segments and uh -huh. assuming they know what the customers need yeah. and, and, you know, implementing segmentation based on either their assumptions or on the capabilities of tools that they happen to have acquired. Yeah. And, and that's backwards. Like segmentation should be driven by what customers actually demonstrate drives their actions, not based on tools or, or assumptions. And so best guess is, is a fine way to start if you then take those guesses as hypotheses and then test based on a control group without segmentation to see if those hypotheses actually hold when you hit the, the real world. So what you're saying is the best way to start segmentation is probably behavioral segmentation, sort of looking at the actions that your users have on your site and doing that versus me in an air-conditioned room saying, I think my users are X, Y, and Z, and if they do this, I'm assuming this is what they want? Or are you flipping it around of just saying that it's more hypothesis driven and you sort of use the behavioral sort of metrics to prove or disprove it? Uh, both. I, there, are, I, there are three ways of doing it. Best guess where you're you know, sitting in your air conditioned room and coming up with hypotheses is yeah. a perfectly valid way of doing it if you follow up and validate it with, with testing. Yeah. Uh, but also behavioral can be through uh, uh, user self-selected segmentation or, or post-test behavioral uh, analysis segmentation. So, you know, either the users are clicking on buttons that say, oh, yes, I'm a small business or I'm a, you know, a, a, a current patient or I'm a, you know, whatever it is, whatever your segment, valid segments are, and then driving the segmentation messaging from those user selections. Or you just run tests and look at the different uh, segments of data that you have to see if they respond differently to different test variations, create hypotheses out of that, and then validate whether those are, are important segments to, to communicate to differently. Unfortunately, a lot of optimizations don't really happen in a vacuum, and it's sometimes hard to isolate some of the tests that you've set up. What's your 
um, suggestion of how folks can really isolate a lot of the test and sort of hypothesis testing that they have regarding segmentation. Well, yeah, isolation and it's a good point. The way tests are run, the process of uh, of actually running the, the uh, controlled tests is critical. And a lot of people, for example, may be testing using uh, incorrect methods like the pre and post test where they you know, will have a website, look at their analytics, make some changes, look at analytics the next week and, and see if there's a difference. And, and that just doesn't work because there are too many external factors impacting conversion rates and performance. You know, stock levels, competitive yeah. activity, seasonality, all that If stuff. you happen to have like a big sale on Memorial Day weekend, that probably had an effect That's overall what happened. Right. And even effects that you, you don't know. Yeah, Memorial Day weekend, for sure. A sale, uh, levels, stock levels of, of important products, or even your competitors having a sale. Um, or you know, even day-week seasonality we see having an effect, or certainly seasonality uh, over months. And so the, the testing needs to be set up, first of all, to track important conversion goals as close to revenue as possible. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't want to track things like adding products to cart because those can be very misleading. Yeah. Um, or, and they have to be run with tools that are designed to uh, run A-B tests because they use different treatments of cookies, uh, different treatments of visitors, and, and all of the data is used differently than in to uh, regular analytics tools. Mm -hmm. uh, and the tests need to be run concurrently with all of the variations using the same traffic mix so yeah. that there is no pollution. And then it needs to be run with statistical significance. It needs to achieve 95% statistical significance over a certain time period to make sure that the test results are actually valid. Mm -hmm. The only thing worse than not testing is testing incorrectly and getting misleading results that you then bank on as true. Great advice. This has been Chris Goward with us, giving us expert advice about segmentation and really making sure you have the right test to act on when you think about conversion optimization. Keep listening for more as we talk about how we weave mobile into the whole user experience when it comes to conversion optimization. Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know their SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PVC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? 
Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at InternetMarketingNinjas.com. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Thank you for staying tuned with Mobile Power and Profit. I've been sitting with Chris Goward, CEO of Wider Funnel and author of You Should Test That, about conversion optimization. So Chris, we talked a lot about the definition of conversion optimization, how our users should really think about segmentation, A-B testing, and being very systematic. But the show is called Mobile Power and Profit. Could you speak a little bit about sort of the difference between what someone would usually do when it comes to desktop versus what they sort of should consider when they think about mobile? Sure. Yeah. So a few things come to mind that that we're finding uh, over the last few years testing on a lot of mobile. Uh, A lot of our clients run a lot of desktop tests and mobile is becoming much more important, especially over the last couple of years. And the, the, fortunately, the process of conversion optimization for mobile and desktop and all devices is the same. The difference is in the hypotheses. And yeah. so the way we look at mobile is slightly different in really treating it as a segment, but not as a, not as a distinct user segment because your, your visitors are on desktop and mobile and tablet and all of their other devices. It's the same yeah. people, really. Uh, they're just in a different context. Yeah, and you know sometimes they'll they'll of course as you know they'll be on both devices at the same time, and so it's all about how do you communicate what's relevant to the mobile user in the context of mobile, and thinking about mobile not as a device but as a state of being. Mobile is a verb. It's about where you are. It's about your context. It's not about a a phone or a Apple Watch or a, you know a, a mobile enabled car or whatever it is. Those are yeah. all mobile devices. But it's really about a mobile experience. And so mobile's interesting because sometimes different variations will work on mobile that don't work on desktop and vice versa. So there, you know, we look at mobile as a potential area for unique insights to see if something that works on, on mobile that wins in an A-B test, uh, porting that over to a desktop or another device uh, approach and see if it works there 
um, sometimes yields interesting insights and different insights that show the context of how people are interacting with the, the mobile website. So, for example, we're seeing things like, you know, you know, perhaps they're obvious, but using less content on a mobile experience is really important in most cases. Uh, sometimes different factors in the Lyft model are more, are more important on mobile versus desktop. Yeah. For example, we're seeing that relevance is is more strong on desktop, and uh, clarity and urgency is is stronger on mobile. And so, by emphasizing those different lift points, we can come up with different variations that treat the mobile context more appropriately. So, when you talk about you know mobile as the context, and something that may work on mobile may not work on desktop, even though you're targeting the same people. So, how do you get more insight of what's really driving various conversion rates that work better on mobile than on desktop? Yeah, so I'll give you an example. Um, Indochino has has done an interesting job with a couple things. So Indochino is a retailer that sells uh, custom men's suits. You can sort of gives you instructions to measure yourself, and they 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 ship over a suit that's uh, made to measure. Yeah. And um, on on several of their pages, including their homepage, they've created a responsive mobile experience that redesigns the primary call to action on mobile to emphasize. Uh, a call to action that's more relevant in the context of the mobile experience, which is find a local uh, area to get measured, a local retailer to to get yourself measured. Mm -hmm. Whereas on desktop, there's a variety of calls to action given equal prominence that may be more relevant on desktop. So that's thinking through the context where in, in on the mobile uh, experience, they may be out and about and thinking about Indochino and maybe they want to get measured and that's what they need to find most importantly versus... Yeah you know, browsing through the different textures and fabrics. That's probably not as important. We hear so much about mobile in which um, it's sort of like this whole new brave world that people are, are, are still figuring out. When you talk to your clients, what is it about mobile that seems to really get them excited or get them very worried when it comes to conversion optimization? Yeah, so generally most retailers or, or any company really is, is still finding that mobile conversion rates are typically lower than desktop. And, mm -hmm. you know, user experience is still a work in progress. So mm -hmm. I think what's interesting is that there are a lot of opportunities on mobile yeah. to pioneer new user experience approaches. Mm -hmm. And so the leaders right now that have the traffic to do a lot of testing on mobile are, are able to test really innovative uh, things that, that can't be done that aren't appropriate for desktop. So uh, different interfaces with menus. We're testing very small uh, 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 iterations on the UX to find out best practices. Like, does the hamburger work best for a menu button? Um, yeah. Do you need to have menu on there? Does the does the eyeglass work best for search? All of these little things. So a lot of the big opportunities are more on the UX side on mobile than on desktop still. And what about the data point to it? I would assume that mobile, you could collect much more um, accurate contextual information than you can on desktop. How does that sort of weigh in on conversion optimization? Oh, certainly, yeah. There's a lot of uh, more uh, data to access that creates relevant uh, segmentation messaging, for mm -hmm. sure. You know, location, of course, is is more accurate, and um, and and you may have richer data to to pull from, um, and that's you know getting into segmentation strategy again. Uh, yeah. Lots of opportunities to test, you know, but but sometimes they're not. You, you don't want to assume that those relevant segmentation messages always work. Sometimes mentioning a person's city can work very well. Sometimes it actually hurts conversion rates, maybe because it seems creepy. Yeah. Um, but but uh, yeah, the, 
but essentially the value proposition, the, the communication of the marketing and uh, sales messages are still the same opportunities on mobile versus desktop. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, understanding how to communicate to your customer through testing to find out what works in all the contexts and all of the signals. Well, it's been great speaking to you. To our listeners out there, big silver lining between desktop and mobile when it comes to conversion optimization. There seems to be so much opportunity that with the new information and with improved UX, the conversion rates could look really amazing and great. And it's a brave new world when it comes to conversion optimization. It's been great having you on the show, Chris. Thanks, Wynn. Great to be here. Appreciate it. And where can our listeners go to learn more about your book, You Should Test That, or even more about a lot of the frameworks you talked about, about Wider Funnel? Right. So You Should Test That. Uh, there's more information at youshouldtestthat.com. So that's easy. Uh, and we also have our blog that, that our strategist posts on the latest research and findings and frameworks that we're developing uh, at widerfunnel.com slash blog. That's where we post our, our most recent stuff. And, and we're doing actually a, a webinar on segmentation coming up soon. So if listeners want to sign up on the blog, widerfunnel.com slash blog, they'll get a notification of that. Great. Wonderful. So to all our listeners, remember you can find this and more podcast episodes of Mobile Power and Profit in the iTunes store or simply going to mobilepowerandprofit.com. Tell us what you thought about today's episode on social media using hashtag RumbleMPP. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble, the ultimate platform to run your mobile business. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program as well as our complete library of programs on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.